You're listening to the Mobcast Network. It's alive. It's alive. I watched f- a little bit of Van Helsing last night. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie? Uh, just bits and pieces. I saw it in the theaters like a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. It doesn't. It doesn't <laughs> age well. It didn't age when I saw it in the first place. But it was. I'm sorry for Van Helsing fans out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just a. That was not a good movie. <laughs> well, it's like I tried to. You know, I, I grew up when dinosaurs was huge. You know, and and I watched that, and like I've tried to watch it recently, and it did not. Did you did see the Did you see well. the um, dinosaurs Biggie Snaz, uh yes. hypnotized crossover? Yes, I loved that was it. brilliant. Yeah, loved it. Because um, um, I mean, that, like I said, I grew up in that time period, like '90s rap, and right. then, you know that, and I was like, oh, this is my childhood. Yeah, that is what that pretty much was your childhood. Mm-hmm. Huh? Welcome to the weekly Mopcast episode. 20. I'm your host, Scotty White, your Native American Internet Spirit Guide, and to my left is Aaron Lynch Kelly, um, the man with the golden skin of, or I guess the milky skin of a ginger would be more likely. The milky skin of a ginger. <laughs> it's my special power. But you're not really gingery. No, I'm not. Like I, I'm just Irish Catholic. Right. Like, I've come from a long line of you know Irish immigrants. So, well, happy St. Patrick's Day. Thank you. Thank you. Even it's, though this will not air on St. Patrick's Day, we are recording on St. Patrick's Day. That's Keegan. We, um, I had to, our, a leprechaun came and visited our house this morning. So. Is that a thing? I don't know. It is in our house. Okay. I, and they caught one at school today, or they will catch one at school today. So That seems just cruel. <laughs> like, I think if I was, you know, if I was a little person, I think I would like. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me back this up. Okay, okay, all right, all right. I'm not I'm not going to – this episode, I'm not going to validate if leprechauns are real or not, but I will say this. They are not going to trap a little person. No, I'm saying, like, if I was a little person, like, that's – I would make money that way. <laughs> like, I would be like – like, this would be like – it's kind of like Christmas and in, in, in St. Patrick's Day. I would, so, I would dudes with long beards are all doing yeah. Santa. Little people are like, I'm going to make leprechaun I'm money. I'm going to be a leprechaun today. Like, I, th- I mean, you'd have to be, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it to make fun of anybody, but, like, if you're really okay with, you know, the fact that, you know, you could cash in on that. Right. Hey, I, I would do it. I mean, look, you could kind of spread it out. You could be an elf at Christmas. You could be Cupid, Cupid at Valentine's Day. Maybe uh, New Year. Year. Maybe New Year. Uh, there's endless there's, possibilities. There's really some little... Whole new careers, <laughs> but yeah, they're they're trapping a leprechaun today. I don't think it's going to be a little person, but I don't. I don't I'd know. be offended, and I'm not a little person. <laughs> be offended if they just caged a little person. Because I, I mean, first of all, not a leprechaun. <laughs> Second, this is kind of wrong. I, I'm not quite <laughs> sure. Uh, I um, <laughs> I'm not okay with this. They. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. I'll have to. I'll have to give you an update on on the little person. Catch. I have to be honest about this holiday. I hate this holiday. Really? I do. It, Why? I, I love the Irish people. Mm-hmm. I have Irish friends. I I love the Irish music. I love I, I can't wait to go visit Ireland. It's one of my you know, one of my de- dream mm-hmm. destinations. I want to see it. Um I, I leprechauns are fine with me too. I um I can't see green. <laughs> I, I can't. And I don't own any green. <laughs> 
Or if I own it, I don't know <laughs> don't it's know green. It. <laughs> so I can't coordinate. Yeah. And so I, I know I own one green shirt. And I can't wear it today. <laughs> Why is it? It is not my school. Oh, okay. Uh, Marshall University, which is right up the road from us, and it's a fine, prestigious institution. Um, I have been to um, a few of their football games. Mm-hmm. And the first football game, because the, the Barwinch is an alumni of, of Marshall, and so we went with all the Barwinchlings <laughs> to, uh, to, Mar- to a football game. And so when I got there, I, I felt it was right. Mm-hmm. for to, I bought a shirt. So I could wear the game, so I'd be part of the the spirit of, of the whole thing. Come on, right, right. right. I, I, I want to say that word. I wanted to join in. Yeah, you know, we are Marshall for this moment, and, yeah. and so that's. It. But you know, since I don't go to Marshall, I almost wore it because I knew it was green, and yeah. I just felt really weird about it. And so I was like, mm, I guess I'm going to get pinched today, <laughs> or someone's going to get punched. I don't know how it really works. I always used to tell people. Like, in high school, like, you know, when you're too cool to, you know, drip, to, to wear green or go all out or whatever, I always used to be like, oh, no, I got green boxers on. Like, I mean, I can show you if you want. And usually people were like, no, nah, I don't want to see. So that worked out. But I, my first, like, kindergarten, um, my mom dressed me up as a leprechaun, like, painted my face green, gave me a pot of gold. <laughs> she, she put you in green face? Yeah, green face. Perhaps that's also offensive. <laughs> Um, I had that, and um, you know, I was walking around top of the morning to you, lad. Top of the morning oh, to you, lad. Top of the morning to you. And I'd give away, you know, gold coins. So, like, I'm sure, like, I was a target for getting picked on as a kid if I'd have stayed on that current path. In ninth grade, I had, because um, um, I've always been colorblind, mm-hmm. so I've never really owned much green things. And so, kids were picking on me in the ninth or tenth grade. I remember in high school, and so I found. Some green sticky note uh, notes in it, and I and I hand it. I've got a wee bit of the Irish in me, <laughs> and that's what I would say all day. It's uh-huh. like Scott, you're not wearing. Good. No, I got a wee bit of the Irish in me, and I, yeah. <laughs> okay, dear um, to our Irish listeners, I I understand that it's just a horrible accent, but you know, the best. I, I've heard do. some of your American yeah. accents, okay, so, <laughs> and I'm not offended. I'm glad you're trying. <laughs> so. I promise. This is my, as far as I, oh, one more time. I got to leave it to the Irish. Shouldn't be. All right, that's, <laughs> that's which it. almost sounds like a beetle. I almost, yeah. almost almost went to a beetle there. So I, I went from Irish to Liverpool. I'm sorry. I don't do accents. St. Patrick's Day almost killed me one year. Over while I was overseas, um, I was in Prague for uh, St. Patrick's Day. And, <laughs> that is epic. And we is it a, is it as big over there? Is it a thing? Uh, it is like with like the you know like. The Irish people, because it's not a far trip from you know Ireland to Prague, right? Because I I read on the internet today, because you know the internet's true, uh, that that it's the biggest national holiday worldwide. I could see it because I mean the Irish are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> potato famine, boom, everywhere You're spread out. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, it was it was a fairly big thing, and so we were you know eating street vendors. You know, you're on vacation, you're on you're in a foreign country, you want to immerse eating yourself. at street vendors. You're not yeah. eating. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I might have been eating some some street vendor who lost a fight. It's like, <laughs> they just kind of like uh, they just they just murder each other. And, That's a story we need to do. But um, so I was eating at a street vendor. <laughs> You know, trying to immerse myself into the, you know, get myself ingrained to the Prague culture. And I, what happens is I uh, I take a chance on this green chicken. I was like, oh, that's cool. They dyed the chicken green. You know, it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> we dye milk at home. They dye chicken here. Must be, 
Must be just a, a You a are a brave man. I, to be such so weird about certain stuff. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. I, I think it also helped that I had a lot of Pilsner Yerquell in me. Oh, that'll at work. At that point, because it was in the nighttime. So you get less crazy when you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. I got food poisoning. And being in a country where, you know, English is not the number one language. Yep. And being sick like that, like, it, it sucked. I bet. It was, it, was, it was terrible. It was really terrible. At first second, I thought maybe I got a curse. Put on me because I went to Kutnahora, which is an ossuary. Yeah. And um, there was a, a sign about not touching the bones or whatever like that. Right. So it's, a, it's a church made of human bones. Right. Um, and I um, knocked something over and I had to reach my hand like past the velvet rope to touch something. Right. And I was like, oh my God, I've got a curse put on me. But I think yeah, I didn't. I, mean, I like how you first went, I have a curse, not going. The green chicken never comes into my. I'm my crazy mind. I'm cursed. I'm, I'm besieged. I'm gonna. My plane's gonna crash. That was the same trip where the flight attendant told me that if we, if the captain comes on, we just left Amsterdam. She was like, um, so you know, it's a long flight back across the ocean. She was like, yeah, if the captain comes on and makes an announcement of we have to make a water landing. Um, she said, just be prepared that you're going to die. She said, just, just make your peace with whatever God you worship. And and so, like, my crazy mind, I'm like, oh, my God. It has no much. She was, oh, it's just whatever. Well, it's like she's going to quit at the end of this. She's, like, dropping the mic. She's like, listen, you know, guys. And, I, like, I was sitting there, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, why did you say that to me? Like, go say it to somebody else. Like, <laughs> it's bad enough I'm, you know, you guys ran out of regular food, and I got to eat vegetarian food on this flight. I also had to sit next to a, a French-speaking family who, in the airport, um, my friend Ben, Mr. G.I. Joe, we were at the airport, and, you know, we were younger, so we kind of let curse words fly a little bit more right. easily. Well, we, he didn't realize that there was a family right behind us. Yeah. So we were talking, you know, not like too, anything too vulgar, but, right. you know, young guys just, just cursing. <laughs> and... <laughs> So, like, we get on the plane, and I'm set between, I'm in a four-person row. It's the dads on one end, then the kid, then me, then the mom. And so, like, I didn't think they spoke any English. And the lady waits till her husband gets up to go to the bathroom, and her son's asleep. And she elbows me, and I, I was like, I'm sorry, because I thought I had my, you know, elbow on her, on her rest. And she was like, um, you know, basically just giving me the third degree because of my, we were cussing in front of her oh. family. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I said, I know this isn't an, isn't an acceptable excuse. I said, we we just came back. We were on spring break. We were, we we kind of got a little too wild, you know, in our in our talking. I said, um, and we didn't think you spoke English, so like we thought that it was okay. And I said, I'm really sorry. And she was like, Well, just so you know, my husband was very upset about it and almost fought you in the airport. And, almost, and I was like, I didn't almost, even say anything. Almost fought you in the airport. Yeah, and I'm like, man, I didn't even say anything. Like. This this is from a people who who got angry, rightfully so. I'm not gonna you know, I'm not gonna defend Louis the Sixteenth, but you know they beheaded everybody. They were just like, <laughs> there's like five years of just just beheadings every day. It's like you sneeze, give get your head cut off. No, it was seriously like that. There, there was like, there's a part of the the French Revolution at, you know, way into the 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 um. What they call it, the terror, because mm. literally that's, you was woke up just going, I don't know if I'm going to die today. <laughs> oh, my set, my head's still on. Right, because it was like you could either be, you could be accused, your neighbor could accuse you for not being loyal, 
or not being loyal enough. <laughs> you, you could say, like, you know, this terror thing is getting a little, let's try something different. No, don't kill him. <laughs> it's, it's like you Friends take, went crazy for a little bit. You take out all your enemies, all the people you don't and like. They, like. He's not loyal enough. I mean, I mean, they took our, you know, we had, we had a revolution right before that. And they looked at what we did with, yeah, we can do that. And <laughs> turned it up to 11. I mean, just like, just just knocked it up like 12 notches. It's like, what are you doing? Wait, we didn't say to behead people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like we, we ratcheted down a little bit, France. It's like, okay, Louis, I get. All right. <laughs> yeah, I got you. He tried to run away to Austria. I got you. I got, all right, all right, all right. But Marie, come on, she... Didn't know nothing. She got married in this at 14. You know, that's what you get when you have a 12 and 14 year old ruler. It just doesn't work <laughs> out for you. Well, Francie, you had a problem. <laughs> but yeah, so it was, it was, it was bad. Do you know they used the guillotine up until the 70s? Really? Yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be a quick. It's I mean, it's quick. Yeah, I, mean, I think it'd be quick. It's, it's it'd quick. be scary. <laughs> going up well, there. dying is scary. Period. I mean, yeah, but it's, I mean, I hope never to commit a capital crime, so I, I will face a death penalty. But yeah, tr- trust me, I, I'm glad they'll have diapers because I will be pooping my pants right all the way to the end of it. It's like, I don't want to go. Yeah, like I'd be like, and like, and I don't know, it's movies or whatever, but they always show like the guy who's going to get beheaded, and it's like, or, you know, in the guillotine, and like he's like real noble, and he's just <laughs> like, I'll take this death nobly, and it, I would be sitting there like puking, like crying, just like. <laughs> History states that that was more common than you were doing than they show in the movies. So Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean it would be quick. It'd be real quick, but but yeah, it's quick. The um, I wouldn't want to be hung. That's pretty quick too. It can be. Yeah, but if there's a chance it might go wrong, and then you just dangle there with hanging, you it's it's amazing how precise hanging has to be. Mm -hmm. And the the guy the gallows guys who who did the hanging. It's an art, and they, mm-hmm. they can they look at you and be like, "Okay, so you weigh this much, you're this tall. All right, I need this much rope, and this far of a drop, <laughs> bam." There you go, you're dead. Quick na- next step, and out you go. I mean, I'm not for the death penalty at all. I'm not a big fan of. Uh, no, I'm I to to get to not really get too political, but to get political, I am not a fan of the death penalty, and I'm not a fan of prisons. I don't have a third option, but <laughs> <laughs> but um. I understand that we have a criminal element among our societies, or mm-hmm. all societies, and that has to be dealt with. I get that. I don't get the fact that we, we, we find that it's acceptable to murder someone as a people when we condemn it on a society level. That's mm-hmm. a contradiction. Welcome to America. We're full of them. And the other one is that, so so I'm a criminal, or I've committed a crime, <laughs> You're a criminal. Yeah. You be yes. careful. You're going to end up like that rapper. <laughs> yeah. I've committed a, if I if I've cr- allegedly committed a, <laughs> committed a crime and I go to prison, I'm just put in this subculture and kind of forgotten about, and and ruled among its own people. And it's like when you get out, you can come work at IHOP. <laughs> well, at least at least they'll take me. I mean, it's just weird how the hierarchy in prison works. And, yeah. And that we you know. There's got to be a better way, but not here, because if we try to do a better way, we're like, oh, we're treating prisoners too good, and we can't have that, so. I mean, to a certain, some of the stuff that people are in prison for is is really, like, ridiculous. Not like, the violent crimes, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, for it, yeah. but, like, the guys who 
you know, and again, I'm not, you know, a drug dealer or anything like that, but guys who sell You're just like, accused of one often. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, you know, you have guys who, you know, sell a little marijuana or anything like that. Then let them pay a fine or legalize it and make tax money off of it. Right, I agree. I, West Virginia is so stupid. They need to get it aboard. Oh, God, no. And legalize it so they can boost the economy here. Welcome to West Virginia Political Talk with, you, with Aaron <laughs> and Scotty. Speaking of West Virginia Political Talk, here's the thing. So the West Virginia legislature um, passed laws or passed legislation to prevent Tesla from coming into West Virginia, which is the electric car, mm-hmm. which is amazing for everybody. And they got and they blocked Uber, which is the the yeah. the, the do-it-yourself taxi service. It's because the I mean the our roads they're crappy right right now because of the winter. But that's why our gas is so high. Right. Because our tax. We paid so much on tax for gas. Right. And so I guess they figure if we don't have electric, then we're just... I mean, if we have electric cars, it's, then it's we're... It's not like electric cars are going to take over tomorrow. Exactly. It's going to take time. Because there's a lot of people here who'd be like, I ain't driving that no electric car. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Have you seen a Tesla? Yeah, they look oh, sweet. I was I was in L.A. last year, and um, we went by the Tesla little shop in Santa Monica, mm-hmm. and I was just like... Me and Barwitch just kind of drooling at, at, at Tesla's. And I, you know, I dream one day that this this multimedia empire will be large enough. I have a compound in California, <laughs> and um, I want I want Teslas on my compound. I just want, <laughs> just want a fleet of Teslas. I, I do, I do, I, I love it. Though. They did, however, kudos to West Virginia legislature. They are thinking about allowing big fireworks to be sold in the state. So that's a plus in my book. <laughs> so so like, all right, all right, no electric cars, <laughs> no Uber. But we can blow stuff but, up. We'll let you blow stuff up. And I'm fine with that. You know, you got to take the good with the bad. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, we're not fighting gay marriage and we're letting you have fireworks. <laughs> See, they know that they're populist. <laughs> they're like, yeah, okay, we got to give them something. Give right. them the big fireworks. They all go down to Myrtle Beach and buy fireworks <laughs> and bring them up here anyway. But, um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, there is, the, the prison system's broke. Oh, yeah, it, it is. is. It, it is. really is. It's built on an archaic system from... Quakers in Pennsylvania. I know way too much about prison. I tell you why. I um, I have spent some time in the slammer. No, watching MSNBC Lockup. Yeah, and yeah, I like, like that show. I'm like, I mean, that's like, if I ever like, I need to commit a crime. No, we're just gonna watch Sundays on MSNBC because there's gonna be a, a lockup marathon. That'll keep my ass out of prison. I ain't gonna. Do I know my life would be drastically different if I was in prison. Me too. Um, I know. I'm confident in the fact I'd have a boyfriend. <laughs> I think I we mean, talked about this. Yeah. Um, and even like my guys, like I said, I work with a lot of ex cons and like we'll be joking and stuff at, at work and we'll talk about them like, yeah, they'll be like, prison is rough. And like talking about it, like having legit conversations about it. And I mean, some of the stuff that they talk about is like just really, really heartbreaking. These grown men talking about stuff that went, that they saw or like happened to them. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm not even going to fight it. I would much rather have one boyfriend in prison than have a whole bunch of boyfriends in prison. <laughs> so, you know, I would. I mean, it's not something I'd be looking forward to, but if it happens, so, it happens. So, 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 if you you go prison, gain a heartbeat. That's what you're saying. Yeah, versus getting beaten up every day and just having it happen to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a fighter. I think we've highlighted that. We <laughs> have. Yeah. I'm not a fighter. I would just get beat up. So, if I go to prison, I'm gonna be like the bell of the ball, just see, see. recruiting boyfriends. <laughs> so I was watching one MSNBC. Uh, lock up and um, 
If you don't know what lockup is, lockup is a because I'm watching MSNBC no, on Sunday. We, we have picked up a lot of international listeners, yeah. so they may not get the MS, MSNBC. <laughs> All right, so lockup is a, a documentary show from the mid 2000s, I think. Yeah, they only did like two years of it, but they're running it every day. It's like and and so these, this documentary film crew goes into these different prisons in America and they highlight. You know, I the life and the like life guards, of guards, you know, both inmate and prisoner and warden of, of these prisons. And it's really interesting. Oh, yes, it's fascinating. I mean, I'm a, I love sociology, mm-hmm. and watching the sociology of a prison is fascinating to me. If I ever got a, you know, if I ever pursued sociology instead of communications, I would have, I would have studied prisons in a heartbeat. Yeah. Because I find the the hierarchy, with the subculture is 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 fascinating to me. I got a friend of mine who does the same way with homeless. He, he does homeless advocacy, and he's mesmerized by how, how the, the hierarchies there's tent cities and where, where I'm mm-hmm. from and stuff and that and they have their own hierarchy and and, yeah. and mayors and, and and that's you know you know how society continues on when it's limited is, is you know it's, it's fascinating to me anyway <laughs> going off the tent so that if you if you're not sure what MSNBC lockup that's it so there's an episode where they follow this new guy who get you know this, this uh, he gets and, and and the first thing they tell him is that you've got to find your people because you hang out with your own kind mm-hmm. racially. And I would be screwed in prison because I, I, that would make me a skinhead. Yeah, or you know, or you, or you know, they're not all 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 the, the whites are not all supremacists. Yeah. So you I mean, you'd have a culture to hang up. I'm screwed because I'm Native American. I gotta find the guys who are like, all right, um, do you take? Is it? Full blooded, or do you take three fourths, or do you, what? what's your what's your ratio? Yeah, I, I need the blood quotient so I know if I can be a member of your gang. I, that's, <laughs> what do I have to do? Where because I'm I, I mean I don't quite fit in. I'm not Latino. <laughs> I'm not white. I'm not black. I don't know what it's like. And so I'm like with uh, all right. I'm with the two percent Native American guys in the back. That's Ben. Like he he was like if I ever go to prison in America, he's like I don't know who I'd hang out with. Right. He's <laughs> like because he's he's Indian American. Like um you know from like whoever in East. In the in the Asiatic part of the country, uh, part of the world, God, that was hard for me. He's to from say. India, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to say like he's from India, but not you know Indian, not Native American. No, that's right, because that's why we say Native American. Yeah. So he 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 was like, yeah, he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't know who I would uh, associate with. He's like, I kind of look Mexican. He's like, so maybe if he's like, my Spanish is okay. He's like, so maybe, <laughs> maybe I'd be Hola. okay. <laughs> Have you seen Get the Gringo? Uh, I haven't. It's actually I watched it when I was sick with the flu. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And it's actually pretty pretty good. I have to check it out. I will, I will check it out. It's, 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 it's pretty on, funny. It's I mean, it's, it's about him, you know, going to prison in Mexico. <laughs> so it's and it's like a corrupt prison, and it talks about you know the hierarchy of it. Oh, good. I, was, uh, I have to watch it. It's definitely interesting. How do we get on prison? Oh, how do we get on like? Oh, uh, we laws, legislation, prison. I don't know. We just got death penalty. Some I guess. The beheading, yeah. France. Look at that. It's like six degrees of separation. Right, we'll get to it. Um, That's why the show's loose. We don't do topics. We just talk. But when I was a kid, like I told you, um, our we have property up near a prison, right, in Randolph County. It used to be minimum security, and now it's a max. But we used to go on Sundays and watch them play softball. Watch the convicts play softball. Oh, that's cool. I know in Texas they do rodeos. It was it was definitely definitely interesting. Like, but it was weird because when you'd pull up, they'd search your car and make you get out and do the mirrors underneath the car and everything right. like that. But it was, and they like they have arts and crafts show up there that just inmates make leather workings and they run their own farm and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. Oh, that's how they do it in Angola in Mississippi. They um, or Louisiana. I think yeah, Angola is in Louisiana. Isn't that where Little Boosie went? Yeah. 
Angola's rough. It's like his own city. It grows his own food, makes his own uniform. I mean, they're like hardcore and, prison. Yeah, it's been that, that way for a long time. Yeah, you don't you don't want to go. I mean, you don't want to go to prison. You don't yeah. want to go to Angola. That's like, yeah, I would have no desire to ever go to prison. Me neither. I try not to commit crimes. <laughs> I mean, I don't commit crimes either, but I I get accused of it I, by guilt of a. Um, face I guess I've got like maybe face off is a real thing maybe somebody stole my face <laughs> but um, you know I went up this weekend my grandfather's a deacon and he was preaching in Whitesville which is way out in Boone County well like we um, we stopped at this little gas station to get something sure enough somebody was like hey Chris how are you doing today <laughs> and I was I was like I was like oh, I, I'm, I'm my name's Aaron I'm not Chris and she was like oh uh, I'm sorry, sweetie. Are you, I thought you were Chris. I was like, oh, thank God it wasn't anything bad. Last time I got accused, I almost got beat up. <laughs> She's like, no, you're Chris. <laughs> I'm not. You're Chris. You're Chris, sir. What's wrong with my reality? <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. My name's not. My, maybe I am Chris. Chris, Gary. You know, all these different people oh. rolled into one person. So at least in Boone County, my, my doppelganger is at least a nice, nice gentleman. I rarely get accused of being someone else because... Um, Especially around here, most people know me. Mm. It's like, oh, Scotty, that guy. You yeah. Know? And so every now and then I'll get someone will confuse like me and our, our friend Forrest. Uh, they'll confuse us. Yeah. Uh, and that's funny to me <laughs> because me and Forrest are not really much alike. No, you're just, <laughs> I mean you're just tall. We're just tall, big dudes. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, hey, Forrest, how are you doing today? We, we we both have a little color in our skin, and that's about it. <laughs> Yeah, because you guys don't even wear your hair the, like remotely the same. No, way. I got really long hair. He's got really really short hair. And... <laughs> but yeah, um, my nephew he thought he thought Stevenson's name was Scotty. He was like he thought that I was like yeah I was like I had lunch with Scotty and Forrest yesterday. He was like he was like I really like Scotty. I was like you do. It's like how do you know him? He's like at the basketball games. I was like that's Stevenson. He was like oh he's like I don't know Scotty then. I was like, oh, okay. You have to bring you up. I want to meet your forty five year old. Oh my God! He's <laughs> he uh, like I said. He bought. He tried to buy some thirty dollars worth of steaks yesterday. We cooked out, and uh, he's just and a doof. He's just that's the biggest, the best way I can describe him. He's like uh, Hodor from Game of Thrones. <laughs> I get the weirdest Twitter followers now. I don't. I don't even know if they're real ones, but I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I take a. I get a whole bunch of like political. F- stuff on mine and I, I don't ever tweet out anything remotely political me neither not my thing and they and they'll just follow me and i'm like okay welcome to the show i can't like i mean just half the time i don't know if they're real people it's funny i, I watch my twitter twitter account and it'll go up and down i'm like who left me what, why, what did i do why did you leave you just got here would you be like no nope, not not, not wrong, for me not ron scotty white <laughs> thought you were someone different but yeah it's um I'm I'm a real stat geek. Like I'll sit there and I'll, like not so much on Twitter, but like, um, well I guess yeah with Twitter I'll sit there and I'll look and I'll be like man I'm like like you said I'll look I'm like I swear I had more followers than this right and like I feel like a super loser now because our show account has way more followers than my personal account yeah so like I'm sitting there, I'm like okay awesome I've had this my personal account for like two years longer than I've had the show account. Yeah, but you got a right. show. Show people identify the show. So. Yeah. See, we're you know I'm trying to get the the network Twitter up, and my Twitter's doing well because I'm always on my Twitter. Mm-hmm. But the I, I was having trouble trying because it, it's not like I can have, and and if you know a way to do this, please tweet me because I have no idea. Uh, it would be easy for me if I could have all my Twitters on one 
like website, mm-hmm. I, and I know you can do it with the apps like Hootsuite and stuff, but that still takes a little effort. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would like to have like you know one tab Twitter on the web browser, another tab tab my Mopcast Twitter or whatever, so I could tweet on all this stuff. Yeah, simultaneously. Simultaneously, but I can't, so uh, or I don't know how, and so um, I've been using my main account for Scotty White mm-hmm. um, more than anything, and so um, we have uh, our friend Elaine who's been on a few of our shows, um, she's doing the radio lab this semester. And so she's doing some production work for us on the network. And then I was like, hey, I won't put you in charge of social media. And so I handed over the Mopcast Network stuff to her. Mm-hmm. And hopefully she can make it grow because I was not doing that very well. <laughs> I mean, I could produce like 50 shows a week. Oh, and uh, I, I just can't get the, the other side of it. There's not enough hours in the day. There's really not. Um, that's me. Like, I... I'm really more prevalent on my um, my show account, and but now I have a new phone, and on my old phone I had all my accounts on one one right. app, and on this one I just I, unless I haven't figured it out yet, but um, I can just have my personal account on there, which kind of sucks. Well, I have, I use a Tweetorific, and shout out to them uh, to manage the four accounts on the phone, but I, you know it's just I'm yeah, not, like when I'm home I, I tweet more. I like keyboards, so I, I do a lot better if I have a keyboard because my giant fingers and trying, I'm hitting backspace a lot. It's like, <laughs> I want a T. Why is a key hitting Y? And it's like, stop it. Stop it, phone. You should know me by now. Right. You figure your phone be like, oh, no, no, this is what he means. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate autocorrect. Like, it always messes me up. Me like, too. Completely. Like, it'll make a word that I never once in my life have typed on into that phone. <laughs> and, like, it'll just be like, oh, that's what you meant. Okay, here you go. Like, I want to indubitably, I don't want to indubitably anything. <laughs> Get that out of here. They're going to think this isn't me. I always used to, for the longest time, my girlfriend and I shared a phone because we were, were always together, so we really need it. So um, I would always mess with her friends, like, when they text, or my friends when they text. I would use, like, correct grammar and, you know, just real proper because that's how Carrie texts. And so they're, oh, I just meant to talk to Aaron, not you, Carrie. And, like, joke's on you, it's me. <laughs> And drop it now. You drop in the bad grandma and it's like, I don't like talking now. Yeah, they'll be like, they'll be like, oh. LOL. They're like, oh, triple negative. That's Aaron. There we go. There we go. There he is. So, it is St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the Crichton Leprechaun? No. All right. So, I'm living in Massachusetts at the mm-hmm. time, and um, my mother hits me up on Facebook. And this is, I guess, when Facebook kind of went first public everywhere. And uh, she goes, there's a leprechaun in Mobile. And I was like, no, there's not. Because <laughs> that's how I am. Like, no, mother, there's, there's no, no leprechaun here. Have I told the ghost story before? No. All right, all right. I love you, Mom. All right, so <laughs> here's the ghost story. Um, I am 9 or 10 years old. And I had to be 9. Because... Um, uh, me, me and my mother are uh, living in this house trailer with with my dad, but he's not there that day. Mm-hmm. We're is we we built a house, but it was prior to it's right before we started building this house. Yeah. So we lived in this house trailer, and I'm outside playing because Dad had this huge, just this huge, gorgeous yard. And it was because you know if if you're familiar with Perdido, Alabama, it's mostly wooded area. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up out in the woods playing in this, these fields and it was great. 
And so my mother calls me in one day, Scotty, Scotty, come here, quick, quick. And so here I, here I go just to run. And I get to the house, and my mother says, the house is haunted. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a ghost in the TV. And so I follow her to the TV, and the TV's off, unplugged. Yeah. And there's this little bit of light dancing on the TV. And she's like, that's a ghost. Uh-huh. Can't be anything else. There's there's no logical explanation except ghost. That's a ghost. Oh, and so my mother and I are watching this light just dance across the screen and can't figure out where the light's coming from. And it's just, you know, we're, you know, it's it's ghost. It has to be a ghost. It can't be anything else. But a, she calls my uncle. She tells my uncle. My uncle's like, you crazy lady. And because, um, you know, I don't think dad had this, the car phone at the time. I think it's prior to that. And so, it could, and I'm saying car phones because there was no cell phones back then. Oh yeah, car phone. I used. I'm I old. Used to have one, yeah. And so, uh, my mother's sitting on her hands and knees in front of this TV, watching this light dance across the TV, and she's talking to it. Hello, hello. Why are you here? What do you need? Can we do anything for? I mean, as polite as my mother could be to help this ghost. We well, don't want to make a ghost mad. <laughs> right, right. So she's helping this ghost get on to its... Yeah, its final, its final resting place. place. Yeah. Whatever it needs, you know, you know, like Catherine, trying to you know, make sure all his deed is yeah. done so it can pass on. What it was, <laughs> wasn't a ghost <laughs> at all. My mother had these... Um, or I don't know if my mother put the drapes up or my dad had these curtains up, but there's these... This, these white linen curtains that had these flower designs cut in Uh and it was the sunlight going through that beaming through the weirdly shaped flower it was a flower and so when it hit the light it looked weird and when it hit the tv and the wind made it the from the from the air conditioner made the curtain move and so it made it look like it danced around my mother was sitting there on her hands and he forgot i 10 15 minutes from at least when i was there Mm -hmm. trying to talk to this ghost and so did you just leave (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I'm out. After we found out, and we laughed yeah, about it. Yeah. But and um, I can't. <laughs> I always wonder because I don't know the part of the story. Mom doesn't remember, or she claims not to remember. But the the part of like when did she first notice the ghost? How long was she interacting with the ghost before she called me? So I imagine Mama was like 20 minutes with this ghost. I was like, maybe I should call my nine year old son. He may know something. Maybe about he ghosts. can talk to this ghost. He's weird. <laughs> so. So I prefaced that story with with the fact that, you know, or the previous story with the fact that when my mother calls and tells me there's a leprechaun mobile, my first thought is... The ghost. No, there's not. <laughs> because we've been through this. Yeah. There's, there, there, there's, a, there's a precedence. We have a... We, we, we've, we've established this. We, yeah. We've established this. And she goes, no, 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 there's a leprechaun mobile. It's on the news. <laughs> and sure enough, she sends me... The this from from WPMI, uh, NBC fifteen. Shout out to WPMI. Shout out to Jason Welch, who's a friend of mine who works there, but <laughs> who probably does not listen to the podcast. But um, sure enough, there's a there's a there's an area of Mobile called Crichton, and Crichton is um, mostly African Americans. It's mostly low income. Um, I used to live on the other side of it. It was um, when I lived in Mobile. I lived in this place called Spring Hill. Which sounds nice and happy. I live in Spring Hill. Oh, you live in Spring Hill, so it sounds like nice and happy. It sounds like a nice neighbor. We're near the park, and the we we had a townhouse there, and then literally half a mile up is a is the interstate bridge mm-hmm. 
for I-65. And then the other side of that bridge, Crichton. Which looks like it sounds. Crichton. <laughs> you know, best fried chicken in Crichton. And not to be racial. Seriously, Hart's Fried Chicken. Go check check it out. That's, if you want some good southern fried chicken, Hart's Fried Chicken. Um, but someone had saw a leprechaun in a tree. And they got a news crew out to to go see the talk was about it around St. Patrick's Day. Or? It was, yeah, it was, it was, and so uh, I don't know how the story started, but his it became a pulp, uh, a pop culture thing. Um, the South Park covered it when they did um, the Coon episode, and and they uh, they parodied it. Uh, Key and Peele did a great parody of it mm-hmm. of a news crew going to a black neighborhood and saying, "There's no news here." He's like, "Just name a mythical animal." He's like, "Pegasus." Hey, man, did you see the Pegasus? And that's a great bit. I'm going to put those link at the end, end, end of this thing. But um, I see that. I, that's why we need someone to take notes because I say this stuff all the time and never go back. I'm a horrible, horrible host, but I'm trying to remember. And um, but so the it's being St. Patrick's Day. The 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 Crichton leprechauns showing up everywhere now and today. And so it reminded me of uh, how silly people can be. But uh, there's one clip of a guy talking about it. He had a. He, he was a leprechaun hunter, and he had, like, this vest on and all these flutes. And he says, this flute, and it was and clearly it was like a pipe, like a lead yeah. pipe, was passed down from generation to generation to my... I mean, and I'm like, I don't... I mean, I've heard of black Irish, but <laughs> I don't think that's what he means by black Irish. And so, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What, West Virginia has a Mothman who's yeah. a listener. Yeah. Alabama's got the... Mobile's got the Crichton leprechaun. <laughs> That's that's insane. I'm gonna have to look that up. Oh yeah, I'll show it to you before we leave. Yeah, you have to yeah. check that out. And it's, it's I'll, I mean, I'll I'll try to post the at least something about it at the end of this episode. Yeah, because the um, at least the audio because it's like two minutes, but it's funny. It's or I'll post part of it and put the link somewhere. But uh, yeah, that's some crazy stuff. Um, fly to L.A. on Friday. Yeah, I was gonna say you you know you're getting ready to do some. Fun spring, a busy spring break. Yeah, huge spring break. Yeah, uh, I fly out Friday to LA. Um, we'll fly out Friday afternoon, which is weird. We usually Friday in the morning, and uh, we're going back in time, so it's not that big deal. <laughs> yes, um, I'll go in there and um, gonna spend there five days with Quiz Bowl, with Honda uh, All Campus All Star Challenge, which is an amazing event. It's my fourth year, and final year's bittersweet. Um, I'm a big fan of those. It's, it's so, um, if I'm not, I've probably talked about it before, but it's basically uh, campus trivia. It's like it's like Jeopardy, mm-hmm. sort of. And um, so I have to. I, I'm I'm really fast on a buzzer, and I like to answer questions. But the best part about it, the reason why I'm in the program because I like trivia. But um, it pays for our program pays for our, my school books. And that's a huge help. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> It's See, a huge, huge so what I did in college, and I, and if you're thinking about going to college, or you're thinking about going back to college, or if you're like me who went later, mm-hmm. I hate to put it this way, but there's all kinds of ways to manipulate the system in your favor. I mean, there's all kinds of activities and things you can do to um, get things. It's weird. I hate it, but it sounds yeah. shady. I, I, you know that you know that guy with the 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 question mark suit that's trying to sell you the book on government. Mm-hmm. I feel like that guy now. Like, All right, <laughs> this, this is how you navigate college. Turn to page forty nine to do. So like I did quiz bowl to to because I paid for my books and I got a free trip to L A every year. Can't beat that. Yeah, I can't beat that. And it's Honda's top notch. They yeah. they treat us. I mean, food. 
Disneyland trip. It's it's a it's a it's a thing, uh, and I'm gracious gracious uh, grateful for. You have your measles shot. Um, yes. <laughs> well, then you're safe. You can go. I go to Disneyland. I got my <laughs> measles shot. Um, and then um, we both are in National Broadcast Society, and I mainly joined that. But oh, yeah, my friends are were in, and I like them. And it's like okay, I have this group. Then I'm like, oh, we get to travel, and I've been to New York and DC and LA and going to Atlanta. So the first part of this trip, uh, I'm going to go to be in LA. Then we we leave on Wednesday. We fly back to Houston. I will leave the team from Houston, go to Atlanta. They will go to um, back here to Charleston, and so and then I will spend another four days in Atlanta. I'm going to be so tired when I come back. But National Broadcast Society's uh, um, convention is that latter half part of the weekend, and uh, um, I've been nominated for. Um, uh, an audio drama feature I've done an audio drama so mm-hmm. I'm hoping to win that you know, you're also nominated for A.E. Row right? yeah, yeah who knows yeah. <laughs> A.E. Rowe's our our, um, our honor honor society and uh, it's 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 nice to be nominated and one of those yeah, things and, yeah. but I'm like I, I personally feel like I have no show. I mean I don't who am I right yeah, and so yeah. it's like and whatever <laughs> So it's a cool honor, but I'm like the other side of it with the radio drum. We put a lot of work, not just me, but I mean, I had yeah. a lot of friends work on it, and um, we put a lot of work in it. So I'd like to bring that home because of the, the sheer amount of work and work against uh, Plattsville, uh, SUNY Plattsville, who's a great school, and I wish them luck too. I wish we could all win. I kind of wish we want to win a little better, but <laughs> but you know, you know, it, what ha- it's what happens happens, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it would just be nice to bring some hardware. I did it. I didn't bring any hardware last week. Trophies we call hardware. Um, I didn't bring any last year, but I was nominated for a film I did, and so I got a, I was a finalist, and that's cool. Yeah. That's great on resume. And uh, the but the year before I was a finalist for the commode ball thing that we ran at um, the ho- our holiday special, mm-hmm. and so that was a an award winner. So uh, it's cool. I'm I got one more year of eligibility. Be cranking out stuff. Well, I mean, it's just stuff I worked on this semester, and because, uh, and because I'll be a graduate after yeah. that. But um, I got one more year as eligibility. Boy, I'm going to milk that too. That's I'm working on some stuff for next year. Oh yeah, you'll for, have it for NBS. Yeah, yeah. yeah. FA Loco and I are working on a, that Earl Lloyd piece. So. Yeah, that's going to be pretty good. We got a lot of hits on that. Yeah. You guys got a lot of hits on that. Yeah, too. that's probably one of our most popular shows. And uh, you clean it up and do a real good tribute. I think it'd be real, real good. I'm working on something with El Jefe, but the upper uh, big branch mine disaster from a few years back, and it's, uh, for a couple of things. But um, kind of got a real downer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we so traveling. Yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to it, but I'm not kind yeah, of thing. You definitely gonna be worn out oh, on yeah, Monday, and like then you got to go right back into school. Right, I got to go straight back into school, and then Monday's the grad salute, so I have to go to that and get my cap and gown and stuff like that, and just oh, I'm so tired. I, I'm not even went. I'm so tired. Just thinking about it is oh, exhausting. It is. It's exhausting. Uh, me, I'm doing nothing on spring break. Good. Um, you know, Carrie and Keegan are in Kanawha County. So their spring break is the week after ours. Go help El Jefe with his, <laughs> with Jefe. his remodel. Yeah, El Jefe. Who's a? That's a great thing that he's doing. Though. It, El Jefe Loco is um, just the nicest, nicest, sweetest man. He is remodeling his mother's bathroom. Mm-hmm. He was yeah, because he was going to go on that NBS trip. Yeah, he was going to go with us to Atlanta. And then he he was like, no, mom, I'm gonna you know. And I'm that's gonna, awesome. That's, that's all. He he chose to go help his his mother. Yeah, and so you know, and that's, so you know. Go but, El Jefe Loco. But um, I 
you know, we're, our spring breaks don't line up. So I'm just going to get up every morning, go to the gym for about two hours, and do chemistry homework. <laughs> so that's that's going to be my spring break. Get it knocked out. Because I got, I can't wait. I think I've got. So what, here, like here's five, here's something, and you, and you have to ask El Jefe on on his on your show. Um, so can we call his mama Mama Loco? Mama Loco. El Mama Loco. <laughs> I like it. El Mama La- Loco. I like it. She's in Fuego. Fuego. <laughs> but yeah, it's just um, I'm ready. I'm not ready for the semester to be over with, but I am. I am too. I'm graduating. <laughs> oh, I've got a I've got a while before that, but. I'm just ready to get out of chemistry. Like, no, you not against chemistry. Like, like, I just, yeah. not a big fan of it. No, nothing, nothing against you, Tom Gusloff. He's no. just like, I'm like, you're a good professor. Yeah, I'm just done with he's chemistry. A, he's a really good professor. He's a good I, guy. I like the way he's he teaches. I mean, it's, I'm learning some stuff, but I'll never use this in my life again. I will never need to know, you know, how the geometric shapes of compounds. More than likely, I'll never need to know that in my right. life again. Well, not going anything major technical. I mean, maybe I'm the next Bill Nye. I don't know. Maybe that's going to happen. <laughs> and then I'll look back at this and be like, thank you, chemistry. Well, you can always hire people to tell you what to say. So. <laughs> look, I need to not look like an idiot. Just I'm, not saying that, that, is. I'm not saying what, that's what Bill Nye is because Bill Nye's brilliance, uh, just like Neil uh, deGrasse Tyson. And um, But, yeah, we need more science people. That'd be cool. You could do a science show for us. <laughs> not me. No, I'm terrible. <laughs> See, <that'd be> <laughs> See, there's a show for you. Aaron discovers the mysteries. Aaron, well, like, Carrie's <laughs> teaching fifth grade. And so, like, sometimes I feel like I'm on their level when it comes to <laughs> math and stuff. So, like, and it's really sad as an adult to say that. But um, I'm sitting <laughs> there. sad of the public education system. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like, I got it. Like, I was, I, I had to do a lab last night using a protractor. And I was like, yes, I got it. I was like, I don't feel like one of your little kids anymore. <laughs> and she was like, that's really sad, Aaron. I was like, well, sorry, that's me. You you chose this 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 life. <laughs> you chose my no math, no cursive writing self. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel so bad for Keegan. Um, her teacher's gonna be out for two weeks. Well, third and fourth grade, I had the teacher from hell, Miss um, Wheeler. She's the reason why I can't do multiplication that well, oh, and call, I can't write cursive. Oh, you're calling her out, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, Ms. yeah, Miss Wheeler. Wheeler from Bridgeview Elementary School. We are calling you out. Um, so, But she's a substitute now. We're international. All right. Every, everybody Russia's like, well, can do we take a hit? <laughs> but, um, yeah, she's real terrible. Um, but now she's a sub. So Keegan has her as her sub for two weeks um, in, in about a week. She'll have her. Had she had her before? Yes, and she's Carrie. Carrie used to go on Fridays and just kind of help out in the classroom, right? Um, and one day Miss Wheeler was there, and Carrie came home and had to go to bed. She's like, "I have a headache." She was like, "That woman is just, just drains you and is just like screeches and just terrible teacher. Like she's shouldn't probably not teach you know elementary school kids, right? Um, so like." But yeah, she, so I was like, babe, I was like, how do you think I felt? I said, I had it for two years in a row, third and fourth grade. I said, that that was literally the worst part of my school life was third and fourth grade because I had her. Fourth grade was rough for me. I had, I had a teacher in fourth grade, and, and, and I was going through some stuff too. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a bad combo. Yeah. And so I spilled over to fifth grade. But <clears throat> speaking of fifth grade, since we're, we're – Taking a trip down memory lane. Taking a trip down memory lane. I, you know, we'll bash the teacher, Miss Wheeler. Sorry, I don't know you, but no, you know, no not we'll, sorry. Well, he's not sorry. I mean, I don't know. You're you, terrible. So, so 
he's I'll let him say he hey free country he can say what what he likes I wish you would have stayed in Southeast Asia <laughs> wow um I will I will I will give a, a, a shout out to um, Janice Simon my fifth grade teacher like I said I was I, I was going through a rough patch of um, what I like to call my crazy period and I won't get into it now because it's not relevant but um Let's just say I, I had some issues, mm-hmm. and she saw something in me that um, followed me for the rest of my life. And I got to tell her that the other day on Facebook. I, got, I, got, I caught her on Facebook Master's Club, telling the story, and I was, and I saw her, and I was like, "Hey, I just was talking about you this morning." And so um, we had Founders Day mm-hmm. at um, Perdido Elementary, and. It was kind of a, a def, I don't know, kind of a founding of your country day. It, it wasn't the 4th of July, but it looked like it should be celebrated on the 4th of July. They, I don't know. It's kind of like a school version of celebrating the 4th right. of July. School, yeah, that, school. Kind of, that kind of thing. And so just kind of American history. And, mm-hmm. and so she got in, she was in charge of the fifth grade play. And we performed it in the cafeteria. And she... I was a talker. Mm-hmm. Can you tell? I have a podcast, <laughs> and I've always been a talker. And um, she was like, you know what? I'm going to use this for a force of good. <laughs> and so she gave me my first part. She she cast me as the town crier in this Founder's Day parade, um, play. And so I got this little outfit and a tricorn hat, and I had a bell that would ring, Hear ye, hear ye! Um... Something about the Continental Congress. That's about all I can remember. But you know, and, and so it was. You know, I would, I would basically announce every scene that was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was my part, and I loved it. The local newspaper, the Baldwin Times, came down. And they took a bunch of pictures of me, of me and um, my um, friend Jennifer White. No relation. <laughs> And so there's pictures of little me, like pretending to be a farmer, and this is all this old timey antique stuff, mm-hmm. and it was just, it was a great experience. But from yeah. that, all that comes down to the fact that that's when this started. This all started, you know, this got me going. You know, theater can be a thing, or I could, I could, I could do film. I could, the whole, the mm-hmm. whole idea. Because prior to that, I wanted to be an astronaut, and then I was like, no, I could do this time Tau Crier thing. This thing is all, and so I did <laughs> that. I did that. There was a sixth grade play where I played this. Um, Frontier, because we did the sixth grade. Did the, the, it was like the following year I had to do the same uh, Founders Day part. It was like they would just follow us. They're like it worked. It worked, <laughs> and I pl- and I had two parts because one kid dropped out or couldn't do it, and um, I can't remember the first part at all. Mm-hmm. But the second one, I played this kid named Ezekiel, who had to, who was uh, who had to drop out of school to help his family on the farm it's like in the frontier days mm-hmm. he's like well go up that's as far as reading i won't get <laughs> and so i had my sixth grade and then i, I had a, a southern accent on top of that and i've never really had to i mean yeah i, I mean I, i'm more boom howard when it's, you've listened to the show i get really fast but um i had to slow it down it was like <laughs> get that lazy tongue get that tongue in there and be like i don't know what but paul needs me in the <laughs> he needs me out there in the field mm-hmm. there's video of this somewhere that I'm expecting to hit the internet one day. There's also a video of me dancing at the um, sixth grade talent show to Weird Al Yankovic's um, uh, I think I'm a clone now. That exists. Because <laughs> in the sixth grade, I thought I could dance. Nice. 
you know, if I could just go back in time, one of those things, I'd be like, go to the little sky. Go, no, 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 no. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Just sit back. That's like um, my only acting experience. I've been in two plays. Uh, both happened when I was in middle school. Uh-huh. Um, and I was cast as the same character for both plays. I was a Roman soldier for both <laughs> plays. Because I went to Catholic school, so right. we did, you know. How many times did you just stab Jesus? <laughs> no, I was. I was you were that Jesus, guy. Yeah, he was when Jesus was born. Oh. I was, you know, you're like, I'm looking to kill this guy. <laughs> one day, Jesus, looking at you. But, yeah, no, that's been my own. I guess I got that typecast of uh, just Roman centurion. I'll put you in a play before I leave. As long as I, I can I play a Roman centurion, that's that's really, that's really a, what I'm good at. I'm going to have to write a Roman centurion. That's really what I'm good at. I think that's my calling. So me and some friends, uh, I'm seeing if anybody's got a podcast on um, Ethan's done some stuff for us. and, and Oh, Ethan is on The Rebellion. All right, so me me and Ethan and his fiance uh, and some other friends. Um, by now, if you've not listened, if, if you're not sure about the show, yeah, I'm a I'm a geek dork. I'm the, I'm that. I'm, yeah. I'm And so, um, one of the things I love, I love our tabletop RPGs. I love tabletop RPGs, and my one of my favorites is Vampire the Masquerade. And my and I hadn't played it in years. I used to play it all the time, and like like for years, like it was a weekend thing for us. And I, last year, I got in the mood to play, and none of my friends had played. And so I was like, Hey guys, can we do a solid? I'll I'll, I'll come to the house. I'll supply some beer. You try this once with me. If you you hate it, we never have to do it again. But I have to get this yeah. you know, I, this, this off my chest. I haven't done this in forever. Yeah. They got hooked. And so for a while we were doing, we were playing, but we hadn't played in a while because of our schedules. had just been crazy. We, we found a day we could get together, and but one of the guys couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'll start a whole new game in a different setting and, until you can get in one point. And so... So I started a game in, in, in the Dark Ages in the middle, you know, back, back in the olden days. And this relates to your centurion. <laughs> so the adventure they played Friday night had, they were attacked by Roman centurions. And I expected them to win. Because <laughs> I didn't make them very, they were, they were vampire Roman centurions, but... Um, and this is a test to see if they listen to the podcast because I know they don't, because uh, they're my friends. Uh, so um, the Roman centurions are because um, they're they're going to Egypt. So you know Rome was in Egypt for a long time, mm-hmm. and by this time they're kicked out. And uh, so I was like, well, what if there was a band of guys who were vampires and they were like, we'll just stay here. And so they they roam the deserts as bandits and do all kinds of crazy Roman stuff. And uh, so that's what they are. But, you know, like I said, my, my party will never listen to this. So it's like they'll be like, I wonder who this guy is. I'm like, eh, I told you two weeks ago. But uh, so oh, they got their butt kicked. The dice were not with them. And so I was like, oh, because half the party couldn't make it anyway. So it just ended up that way. So the other party, when they get when we all get together, we'll have to go rescue. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry. They're, they're under attack. No, no. No, they're captured. and They're going to have to go rescue them. And it's going to be. Not what I intended, but that's what the fun thing about those games. They're just so free form. You just mm-hmm. got a thing on your toes. They're great creative balls of energy. It's like basically, basically, it's what you and Keegan do, mm-hmm. except you add dice. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah, you've been shot. I got to save you. <laughs> Look through the door. There they are. Right. Like the same stuff. Yeah. The same stuff. So, so we have dice to just figure out who got shot and how. Nice. Yeah. That's, that. Yeah. That's definitely what me and Keegan do just with dice. So you're just raising a dirt and a dork. It's great. Oh yeah, no, she's she's crazy. 
She's great. I'm trying to think. She lost her first tooth. Oh yeah. She lost her first her first real tooth actually. Um, so yeah, she was she was excited about that. Well, now you gotta clarify her first real tooth because <laughs> I like this story too. But, well, like when Keen was first learning to walk, she fell and chipped her tooth. Well, it was over Christmas, so the dentist's office wasn't open, and so they were like, well, you know, just bring her in after the first. Um, you know, we'll we'll look at it. Well, it just kept getting worse and worse. So they were like, okay, well, we're just gonna have to pull it. So they pulled the tooth. She was, a, I think she was like two years old. Um, it can't be younger than she's like, she was a late walker. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know how old she was. She was maybe a year and a half, two, somewhere around there. That um, was a year and a half. She was gonna have her second birthday on the 22nd. So she was, um, you know, she was at my grandma's and she fell and chipped her tooth. Well, it gets pulled. So she's, you know, since the time she was real young, she's had a missing tooth in the front. Mm-hmm. So, but now she, her tooth was, she has a tooth right beside it that just fell out, just, you know, came out. Um, she was sitting there and she was wiggling it and like, she was freaking out, you know, cause you're losing your first tooth. Yeah. That's, you know, you're like, oh my God, I'm falling apart. What is this? <laughs> and so like, she was freaking out and like, we were, it was so loose. Keegan's such a heavy sleeper. We were going to pull it out while she was asleep one night because I mean, it was to the point loose. It was just hanging on by that last little, little so bit. And so she was like, I was worried, you know, she might swallow it. Swallow it, yeah. And so we were going to do that. Well, I was at the store. And I get a phone call from Keegan. She said, Dad, my tooth fell out. So her second, she, she lost that. And, like, she is such a little con artist. Not a con artist, but she's, she knows she's a cutie. And she can, people give her money. So we went to Hibachi's, like, right before she lost her tooth. And she was talking to the guy. And he's usually our cook whenever we go there. He somehow just always gets us. And she was talking to him. She was like, yeah, she's like, I got a loose tooth. And he was like, he was like, yeah, he was like, my grandma used to give me tooth money when my tooth was loose, so he gave her a dollar. And I thought he was just going to, you know, take it back. But he was like, no, that's, that's yours. So that was sweet. And then my dad gave her $5. This was all before she lost her tooth. My dad gave her $5. Um, my nephew gave her $5. And then the tooth fairy gave her $5 after the tooth came out. So we got like 20 bucks off this tooth. Yeah, yeah. Got a lot to live up to this, this next tooth she loses. Yeah, so, yeah. And she's but, got like 32, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. 32 times 20 is a lot of money. It <laughs> is a lot of money. Yeah, so she's, and she was so excited because like at school they made these little tooth fairy pillows. And they're real cute. They're pink and then they have the little pouch where your tooth goes and it's got a little tooth on it. And it's just really girly and really cute. Well, Keegan, you know, um, she she woke up with the, you know, she put it, she put a pillow underneath there and then put it underneath her real pillow and then the next morning, I got up at, because I was going to the gym, I got up at like 4.45 or 5. And uh, Keegan woke up and she said, I wonder if the tooth fairy came. And she looked in her, underneath there and she's like, yep. And pulled out her $5 and just slept the rest of the day, or the rest of the day, until she had to get up with her $5 clutched in her hand. Like that. She was like, yes. <laughs> Winner. And like, she, so she's, we're going to Disney, so she knows now. Yeah. So she's saving money. Her piggy bank's full of money. She just finds around the house. So she's for for a Disney trip. Well, yeah. Schools, the teachers are saved. That's yeah. Good. She yeah. last last trip we took, she saved a hundred bucks. A lot of that was my money that she stole from me, but you know, yeah. she saved it. So <laughs> she said, "You were gonna spend it on, you know, just whatever, stuff, yeah, you know, food." <laughs> she, she um, we we went when we went to, and I had two hundred dollars laying out on the table to take with us. Right. Walked, I walked to the bathroom to put you know my cologne on and deodorant on. It came out, money was gone. I was like, "What the heck? Where's this two hundred bucks?" Keegan has. She was like, "I don't know. I haven't seen it." And then I'm like, "Keegan, where is it? Just me and you in the house. Where is it?" And she's like, "I don't know." And so she's like, "She's like, yeah." She's like, "Dad, it's in my room. Hold on." And she had locked her door 
for to her room and put the money underneath her piggy bank, two hundred dollars. And I was like, Keegan, I said, "Where's the money at?" And she was like, "It's in there. I'll go get it." And she was like, she was like, went to the door. She's like, "Dad, I got bad news. My door's locked. Looks like we're gonna have to leave it." And I said, "No." I said, "Dad has a key to your door for this reason." So she's a little shyster. She's where'd she learn that from? I have no clue because like neither one of us are real like uptight with money. Right. She's she is. As long as it's like we'll at least go, someone in the family. Yeah. She's like, fi- she's like, financially I'm responsible. This, I'm gonna keep this because we need lights. I'm gonna hold this for you, Dad. You just you just tell me when that bill's due. Come back and we'll pay it. Don't care. That's so funny. Yeah, she's she's crazy, but she's she's uh, you know they're getting excited. I think we're under 100 days now. We're at like 80 some till we go. So rock on. Well, uh, I'm going uh, Tuesday. To Disneyland, the smaller one. You got to ride Mr. Toad's Wild Ride for me. <laughs> you really do. Okay. It's my favorite ride when I was a kid, and Walt Disney World took it out. I to w- put the Winnie the Pooh ride in, right. which is a great ride. So I'll take some pictures and send them to your phone, <laughs> and be like, "We're just keeping it warm for you." They, I, uh, they at, at Walt Disney Land, they have um, both have you know a haunted mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, the one out in in, in Walt Disney Land. They have, like, around Christmas, they do the Nightmare Before Christmas. They change it like that. I'd love to go there during yeah. that time. Yeah, I've done um, I've done the Haunted Mansion. I like it. I've done, um, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I do, too. And I'm bummed because that ride's going to be closed for refurbishment when we're down there in the oh, summer. Oh, Because the one in the, uh, I don't know if they're the same way in Walt Disney World, but the Disneyland's got um, Johnny Depp in it. Yeah, yeah. And He's sitting kinda, in the chair. No, he, he's hiding in a barrel in this one. He pops his head oh, in yeah. a barrel. He's sitting in a chair, I think, in Walt Disney World. I'm probably wrong. But um, I did that because last year we went. I love it. And uh, last year I rode the Mark Twain for the first time, the mm-hmm. steamboat, and I rode that. And How is that? It's, it's a steamboat. So you're on a boat and you just ride a boat. It's very nostalgic. I read this, auto, this I keep saying autobiography, but he, it, this biography on Walt Disney two summers ago. And... Um, there's a, a good section of this is about him building Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And so seeing this through, after seeing how Walt saw this, mm-hmm. it's, it's really, really fascinating. So I got I wanted to make sure it did some of the older stuff. Yeah. Some of the, the, end of the you know, things I know that Walt Disney actually did. You know, you know I know he's written the, the Mark Twain. I know he did the heart. That kind of stuff, yeah. is, I think, is very, very cool. And, you know, Disney has a train around it because Walt Disney was obsessed with trains, mm-hmm. and so and and so of course I had to ride the train, and you know that kind of stuff is real fun. I rode the monorail too, which is not as fun as the train. It, we rode the monorail. Um, we weren't. We didn't stay at one of the resorts that had a monorail stop on it. Yeah. So we we rode a monorail. We did all the transportation. We did the bus. We did the monorail. We did the boat, which is cool. Not yeah. the, not the Mark Twain, yeah, but, but the yeah. Um, and we actually were the only people on the boat when Wishes, the fireworks show, was going on. Mm-hmm. And it was happening right. You know, we had great seats on the bar on That's the boat. Cool. So that was cool. The show in L.A. is sponsored by Honda, who sponsors our Quiz Bowl. Thing. Mm-hmm. So there's a big deal about that. And so the first year I went, they gave us um, this commemorative coins that are gorgeous that celebrated both Honda and the, and the thing. And it's like... I didn't get one last year. We left pretty early last year. I don't think we stayed for the night show. I don't think I stayed for the night show. Because uh, something I had going on. I can't remember. I was having dinner, dinner with Frankie that night. I can't remember. It's been a while. Like last year. <laughs> <laughs> a lot's happened in a year. Yeah, yeah. And so, but like I said, looking forward to that. Um, 
There will be um, uh, a broadcast for... Um, I don't know if I'm doing a Mopcast in L.A. I'm doing something in L.A. with a podcast. I don't know. It's going to be a Raw or a Mopcast or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing one in Atlanta. I think the the Atlanta one should be a weekly Mopcast because I got uh, our friend Jennifer Teeter, who's been on the uh, who's her, you've heard her wonderful music on the show. She's going to be on it tentatively. And I got a friend of mine, Robert Shelton, who does some improv stuff. He's going to kind of co-host for me since you cannot be there for Atlanta. And uh, I think we're gonna try to do it like in the lobby mm-hmm. or somewhere downstairs in the hotel. We're gonna try. We're gonna. That'd be cool. Yeah, because you know it's a it's a it's a broadcasting event. You know, it's a it's a broadcasting convention. I kind of want to broadcast there, and um, so even if it's for our in front of our friends, it will be technically our first live show. Nice. And so you know, even if it's you know ten people, you know, I'll take it. So, yeah. And maybe Ooh. we can grab some other folks. Yeah. I don't know what we'll do. I'm still <laughs> kicking it around. Yeah. Oh, um, had my car repaired this Friday, this last week. That's the other thing that happened. Um, uh, my water pump went out. My truck was overheating, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what am I going to do?" <laughs> come and, on, baby, just last a little longer. Right. I was like, "Just come on, give me." I was, um, I was thinking it was gonna take uh, like a, a while to fix, and I took it in last Friday, and that dude had it. Five minutes after I dropped it off, we had me and because the bar went to took me. Followed me and 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 then we rode around her. Uh, we went dress shopping because she's going to um, Atlanta with us, and um, she needed a new dress for the the awards banquet and stuff. And so we went. I went dress shopping with the bar winch. Um, not my favorite thing, but I found out the bar winch. Well, I knew this, but man, watching the bar winch with shoes. Uh-huh. The bar winch loves shoes. Yeah. I mean, like she is like popping on shoes and looking at shoes and telling me what all. I learned more about shoes. And like twenty minutes at the store than ever in my whole life. <laughs> so, so I had to add that. To, I don't know. Shoes don't start with a B, but <laughs> booze, baseball, broadcasting, boots. <laughs> I <laughs> she knows. Um, but uh, I was going somewhere with that. But yes, I had to get the car fixed. Uh, luckily the dude had it done, but like within hours, it was like right after lunch. He was like, "Ah, oh, it's done." And somebody did do the water pump and the thermostat, which. I thought it was a little bit more complicated, but yeah, car uh, purrs like a truck. <laughs> like it's supposed to, I suppose. That's I. Uh, I feel like a man. This past weekend, I changed my my headlights. All right. So like, I was riding around with just high beams ever since I bought my car. On <laughs> so, I was like, you know, probably should I should probably just quit making truckers mad at night and just just get these low beams. Right. And uh, it was a pain, Mazda. You make really difficult. Um, <laughs> Perhaps you should have got a Honda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honda, if you'd like to throw a car my way, I would gladly drive a Honda. Um, or just take over payments on my Mazda. Either way, doesn't matter to me. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it was so painful because, like, I, I don't think I have big hands. But when I was working in my car, like, I've got, like, I was banging knuckles on stuff. And, like, we almost, we were very seriously contemplating taking my bumper off to just take the whole, whole lighting unit out to, to get to them. Because they've got, like, this little clip that's on the back insert of a Mazda light that you have to move out of the way. And some videos didn't talk about it at all. Other videos said to bend it, like, to, like, almost break it. And then another guy was like, oh, yeah, you just push in and up. So once we found that video, it was fine. I, we figured it out really fast. But, uh, yeah, it was it was a pain because um, my nephew's got trash can lid hands, and he couldn't help. So Isn't the Internet great? It is. It is. I beforehand, you, could, uh, you found it in a book. 
Mm-hmm. Or you went to a mechanic. Now it's like YouTube. All right, how to change the light. Bam, they showed it to you. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what we did. We went to YouTube. But then like when I first, when we couldn't get it, I was like, look, I'm about to just be like, look, I'm about, I'm gonna take my car to the Mazda dealership and be like, look, change my light bulbs, my light, my headlights for me. But uh, I'm, I'm glad I didn't. I mean, Thirty dollars is probably a lot cheaper than what it would have cost me oh, to yeah, go there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes, I get it done. I did not spend thirty dollars. I spent way more than thirty dollars, but I'm 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 not complaining. I, um, the guy um will now be my mechanic for the rest of my time here in West Virginia. He's awesome. Um, charged me a fair price. Parts are great. Car runs great. Nice guy. Great guy. And I, I recommend him. So um, anyway, well, I guess we will. You've got class, so we should. Yep, wrap I got a midterm. He has a midterm, so we need to wrap this up. So, uh, you can follow me at, at Scotty White. You can follow the net network at, at Mopcast Network. Um, check out my new uh, Empire Star Wars mashup if you've not seen it. I it think is, it's funny. It's hilarious. Yeah, I think it's funny. I just I, I had a hankering to, to mix the Fox Empire TV show with Star Wars, and uh, so go go look for that. Share that. Um, you can follow Aaron at Pageant Dad eighty eight. All right, uh, we're going to leave you with, I guess the theme music should be playing by now, but we'll leave you with a little bit of this theme music, and then we'll I'll put in the Mobile Leprechaun, let you listen to that, and then uh, we will see you uh, uh, next week. So have a good week. Happy St. Patrick's Day, even though this is aired afterwards. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day, you, you Irish guy. How about that? Uh, for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
People will do anything for a pot of gold. I mean, anything. You know what I like? I like the amateur sketch of the leprechaun. Yeah, it looks like somebody yeah. got a really good look at it and got that good drawing who, out there. Who did that? I want to know who sketched that. I don't know. Maybe Brian sketched it. <laughs> Doodling. That was a good story. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.